our readings this Sunday remind me of some phrases and some, some pieces of advice I've received over the years of my Catholic journey that for most of the time when I have heard them and received them, I have not received them with a whole lot of joy and a whole lot of uh, welcome. How many of you have been, ever been told when you're kind of you're in a moment, a difficult time or a difficult um, uh, situation, and maybe you've, maybe you've decided to talk to uh, somebody who's been around in this faith a little longer than you. Maybe you're just you're, you're, you know, kind of whining a little bit. And you tell them what the problem is, and the person turns to you and says, Yeah, well, offer it up. How many people have heard that? How many people, how many people excite, or get excited when they hear that? <laughs> right? No. I'm one of those people. I mean, I, like, I will go temple on, on you if you do that to me. You know, but, but there's a couple other things when I was, as I was reflecting and really soaking in these, these readings. I was reminded of two mentors I've had in my life. And their teachings have stuck with me because they would use the same phrase several times in, the, in my journey with them. And when the first one comes from my friend Glenn Casey, who when I was going through a real difficult time, and I was just, you know, I was just really coming to my wit's end. I'd be talking to him, and he would say this, and he would use this with other people as well. He would say, in this life, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end to everything. He goes, but sometimes when you're stuck in the middle, it feels like it's going to last forever. But you must remember, this will come to an end. What he was trying to teach, what he was trying to express was that whole, the whole idea that's coming through the, the prophet Habakkuk, which is, got it. Yes, I hear you. You are going through a tough time, right? You see a lot of bad things going on. You can name them. You can write them down. I get it. Yes, this is very true. This is tough. Hang in there. Hang in there because when God's help arrives and it's coming, it will be sufficient for you. That's what this prophet is trying to express. And that's what, you know, Glenn was trying to express. And when he would say that to me, I would not, it wouldn't, it wouldn't always feel good. It wasn't, it wasn't like it took, it gave me relief when he would say it. But over the years, as he continues to be in my mind, and I find myself telling, reminding myself that when you're in the middle, it seems like it's never going to end. I find myself reminding myself, but it's going to end. This too is going to pass. The other mentor, this one was Father Gregory Dewar, Abbot Gregory Dewar, after I left the monastery. He was my junior master. And I would go in, usually we had to meet once a month, and this particular month I went in to meet with him, and a lot of times it was, we didn't have a whole lot to chit-chat about. This time I had a list. I had a list of all sorts of things, a whole lot of ways that the monastic community was driving me insane. And I was complaining, and this was truly a complaining and a whining session. And Father, Father Gregory used to smoke a pipe during those sessions. And he stood across his desk, and he was smoking his pipe, puff, puff. 
And I'm going on, and I get, I get about, you know, I, I just finished my last complaint. He goes, well, he didn't have it very easy either. <laughs> I would want to dive across his desk and choke him out. But Father Gregory wasn't saying anything different than our Lord has said himself to his disciples. Do you want to be my disciple? Do you want to be? Then pick up your cross and follow me. How easy does that sound? Do you want to be my disciple? Pick up your cross and follow me. And then this awesome gospel highlights something that is at the core of these difficulties, at the core of my difficulty in accepting these, these coaching moments, right? Those, those, that, that it's at the core because he's trying to tell, he's speaking to his disciples. His disciples are asking him, increase our faith, right? Increase our faith. We're not, we're, not, we're not understanding everything that's going on. We're not understanding the negativity coming our way. Increase our faith. And he's sitting there going, oh. If you had just a little faith, just a tiniest bit, you could do miraculous things with that faith. But what he's highlighting is his disciples are not approaching the problem from the position of their faith. They're approaching the problem from their own willfulness. Their own desire of how things should work out. Their own, and this, this goes all the way back to our beginnings, brothers and sisters, their own entitlement. And this is a very real issue for us. Whether you think so or not, I mean, this, we all struggle with this sense of entitlement. You know, hey, I go to Mass every Sunday. You know how much work I do around here for you guys? Yeah, I mean, I pray, I go to Mass. I mean, like, me and the Lord, we're tight. And sometimes from that, with that type of attitude, you get into a sense like I'm entitled for all of a sudden things to go a little easier. No, you are not. No, you are not. And if you were to be approaching these, this, this difficult time from the foundation of whatever level of faith you have, and not from your entitlement or your will, remember, Jesus was our model here. In the midst of a very, I mean, really tough time. Agony in the garden? Like, I haven't experienced that. He would sit there and say, Oh, Father, if you can, let this cup pass me by. He gets it. But what does he say right after that? But not, uh, not my will. Your will be done. Your will's going to be better. I get it, and I'll go. I'm open to this. And so I sit there and he, we, 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 we hear these readings. And when as I was preparing this homily, what I was really thinking about was I said, you know, this isn't so much, you know, uh, this, is, this really is kind of a coaching on, 
on our perspective, a coaching on how do we get through tough times. And I wanted to share it with you because this is some of the, this is the stuff we can do for each other. We can help each other out when we see, our, we see one another kind of struggling and getting through these tough moments. We can be like Glenn, Glenn to me to sit there and go, I get it. I see you. I see you and you're struggling. And you're having a hard time. I get it. I see you. But you do have what it takes to get through this. You do. You do have enough faith. And for those of you who have been confirmed, I remind you what Bishop Peter said last year. He wasn't kidding, and I'm not kidding either. Through the, Paul is writing to his buddy Timothy, and he's telling him, remember what you received through the imposition of my hands. You did not receive a spirit of cowardice. You didn't receive that on the day you had those hands laid upon you. You received a spirit of power, of love, and of self-control. That's the spirit you received. And it's that spirit that I have learned to sit there and to, when, when going through those tough times, and I don't do this perfectly, so I don't want to sit out here, you know, I'm not... I'm not in line for canonization right now. But I can tell you when I get it wrong. I can tell you when I get it right. When I get it right, I remember what kind of spirit I received. I remember that sometimes when you're in the middle of something, it's hard. And I remember that whatever I'm going through right now is not what, as bad as what he went through for me. And I remember all of the amazing things that his disciples were able to do once they got the message. And it's the same thing I'm capable of doing when I get the message. And that is, I have received a spirit of, of power, of love, and of self-control. I can sit there and with that, with that power of self-control sometimes, I can sit there and say, you know what? It's time for me to keep going forward. Keep saying my prayers. Keep doing what I'm supposed to do. Show up to work every single day. Love when I don't even want to love. And keep living on that little bit of faith that I might be hanging on to recognizing that help is on its way. I don't know what it's going to look like. I have no idea. It might not be what I think is going to be most helpful, but it will be. It's the gift to be able to totally surrender ourselves to the one who loves us the most and to realize the gift we've received is incredibly more powerful and much bigger than the problem I'm dealing with today. Because even our largest problem, if done and dealt with correctly, leads to eternal life. So my brothers and sisters, if you ever find yourself just kind of in those broom tree moments, or you see someone else struggling in those broom tree moments, recognize where they are. 
we owe it to each other to at least recognize the fact that, yeah, life is hard sometimes, and you're in it. But let's also remember we can lift each other up and remind each other that we have all received that which we need, no matter how large or small it is, what it takes to get through it. And God will, if we approach that problem from the position of our faith, we will trudge right through that middle and that particular issue will come to an end.